With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Next November, accept TAP. You can, everyone can buy one of those readers as well that transfer funds into your bank account. It's 2020, so yeah, nobody carries change. You want change, you got to change, you know? That's what I love about you, Kyle. You got that entrepreneur mindset. You know, oh, you, you, you be helping the helping poppy sales out across Canada. You know, you created sipping on a forty, man. What, what, what else you got, man? You got a very creative brain. You know what? I think, I think that if if the people in charge of the donations actually actually just heard what I what I just said, if you want change, change, they could just make that their slogan too, and just be like, yo. We accept tap. <laughs> Honestly, bro, it would fucking work, man. I can't. I can't even take credit for that because now that I'm saying it in my head and we said it out loud, my homie brought up that idea same day, and we started laughing. So it's it's not my idea. I didn't say it. Okay, I didn't say it. Hey, man, I didn't say it. Welcome all you silky studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Cal Bowen. Hey. Get the network. Boom. Bam. Three shows. One swipe. One tap. Make your hockey life a little bit better wherever you listen to podcasts. The Nux Misconduct Network. If you don't know how to spell that, man, figure it out. Find yeah. a way. Spelling's hey. hard sometimes, man. Spelling's hard, but oh, you bro, know what? Trust me. I'm the worst. Well, what can I say though, man? Your spelling is, it's, it's average, but yeah, it's average. you're a smart guy, as we talked about as we entered into the show. You're just a smart dude, oh, and man. I'm just lucky to have you on the oh, show. Oh, man, look at this guy, takes. so nice, man. What a, what a dude, man. What a Canadian dude. That's awesome, bro. Let's spread happiness, okay? For 78% of this episode, we're just going to spread happiness. I'm down. You know, there's a lot of negativity this week. <laughs> yeah, man. A lot of a lot of political. I almost uh, stopped watching hockey. I was gonna give up. I was gonna call you, but yo, I quit. <laughs> this shit's uh, can't I, do it. I was about to quit until the four, the Florida Panthers came back uh, 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 from a 4-0 deficit. Now you know anything is like, possible. Okay, okay. This 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 day might get better. And then the Canucks man. won five three, busted their losing streak. So then you know I was, I was reborn, man. You were- I, was a, I was a hockey <laughs> fan once again <laughs> after all the bullshit. Holy shit! Right? You're just you're just having such an upset day with country with certain individuals with the game of hockey it just that sometimes happened you know uh jason bruff said it on did he say it on monday i think he said how he just had to get off social media because of all that negative energy and yeah it's it's sometimes hard man it's sometimes hard but like you said you just gotta watch the game you fall back in love with it right away and it's because we gotta do shit like this silicon filthy baby let's go you know what, man? I, I talked about it today on the quickie, man. You know, but everyone has problems. Even the even good people, bad people, Facts, good man. teams in the league, bad everyone, teams league. rich people, we all got problems, man. Yeah, exactly. So, so why why bitch about your problems, man? Let's just spread the <laughs> happiness. Oh, oh, 
boom, okay. We're, we're going to get into the three tasty takeaways here, and, and I'm going to start on a positive note. I want to talk a bit about the Canucks, because you mentioned something last night on Sipping on a 40. Uh, you talked about finding Horvat a friend. Talk about positive energy, man. Let's find Horvat there you go, a friend. you right? Exactly. You, su- you suggested some free agent names that were possibilities um, for Horvat, guys that are UFAs at the end of the year. Oh, yeah, uh, man. I got the list still. Still up here on the bookmarks. Shout out to NHL.com for, you know, providing the research, man. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Hard <laughs> research here on uh, Pete Jensen, NHL. we should give this guy a fucking shout out. Senior fantasy editor. Damn, bro. Yeah, the NHL fantasy hockey content. That's a gig right there, man. But you mentioned a couple of names, and, you know, there's Eric Halla. You said Tyler Toffoli. Wouldn't that be something? Toffoli Pearson. I'm not sure I like to look at that as much. But oh, two man. names I really liked on your list last night were actually Mike Hoffman and Eric Halla. Eric Halla, to me, he, he does remind me of a player... Like Antoine, Antoine Roussel, not as tough, but just a little more skilled, you know, but he's got that all-around game, 200-foot game, you know, having him on the Horvat's line, because right now, Antoine Roussel has been the most successful winger to play with Bo Horvat, on a consistent basis, at least, other than someone, like, sample other size. Than someone like Brock <laughs> Bester, you know, but that's a little bit different. Um, but I think Eric Hall would be a great addition there, man. And yeah, Mike Hoffman, he, I feel like he's a bit underrated nowadays, which is weird because he's still, you know, 30-goal, 60-point guy. Um, but I, I love him on Horvath's wing, too. No, nah, I think Hala would be the better choice. I think I want to see that speed. I want to see the, the grit. I want to see the the hustle. You know, after seeing what a guy like JT Miller can bring to the lineup, yeah, he has the intangibles, but the one thing I believe you can't... It takes harder to learn this is, is like, work ethic, you know? And you can watch JT Miller, and you, you see the same thing with Hala, too. They just bring it. Bring it all the time, and... Holla has skill, man. Those players are hard to find. If I'm spending money and I'm looking at, yeah, Mike Hoffman, he's he's hitting the market. He's going in as a goal scorer. He's going in as a 30-goal scorer. And I'm looking at the dude writing the checks for the city of Vancouver and its hockey team, Jim Benning. Again, I'll say that again, writing the fucking checks. I don't want this guy writing the checks for no 30-goal scorer, okay? Not happening. Not happening. Well, here's the thing that... or or the reason why I don't think anything is going to change is because we haven't seen Benning get himself out of a tough cap situation. What? You know, like, he's like, what? What's that? <laughs> he's like, cap problems. All <laughs> we'll it's, deal with it. The cap will rebalance itself. He's one of those guys, you know, he'll cross that bridge when it's built. Sometimes it, I feel like I'm like that now, guy too. But if you want to talk about the Canucks being a playoff team and maybe they want to add somebody, they can't right now. That's why I, I don't see them really adding someone. It's It's going to have to come from within. Like what? What's gonna change right now? Unless someone, well, here's like, someone the thing. gets injured and they go on LTR. For yeah, piss Louis Erickson off long enough. Hey, we talked about this, man. Competitive dudes, they don't want to sit in the press box, okay? They hear the noise. All these athletes who say they don't watch the press, don't pay attention. I guarantee, like one percent only only agree with that those terms. You know? Yeah. Everyone's listening. Sooner or later, Louis Erickson. He's not gonna. He's not gonna fuck with the situation. He's gonna. He's gonna want to be happy. You know, money can't. Money doesn't buy everything, man. I, I think that we saw it before the injuries. Louis was gonna gonna get eight games this year. <laughs> Real talk. Four games. Yo, eight games if lucky. Look what happened with Kovalchuk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, and this is a worse situation in my mind. Yeah, it's oh, it's worse because obviously Kovalchuk still brings value to a KHL, a Russian league, Europe. How much value does Ericsson Ericsson give? So the opportunity for 
for Kovalchuk to get another contract and continue to get paid on this trajectory is there. Erickson, he's, he's going to have to give up the money. Like, there's no other option. What's he going to do? How do you terminate your own contract? You can only do what, what Patrick Berglund did? Yeah, I, and that was, yeah, it's pretty much you can terminate your own contract. Like, it, it really depends how much time you want to spend in Utica because it's going to head down that road eventually. He's not going to be, he's not even like the, the 14th or 15th best forward on the team right now. When Roussel comes back, and if they have a healthy lineup of forwards, hell, even like Barry Jingle. Look Dolan. what you're saying. You're saying Roussel, bro. Sir, it's, I, it's Bo Horvat. The dude's playing with random people all the time. Does he not deserve someone? And I'm I'm only saying this because that top line, it's not it's not Pashnik, Bergeron, Marchand, it's not Landeskog, Ratnan, and uh, McKinnon. But who's to say it can't be that line? Based on age of the two younger players and how good they are, and again, how good JT Miller is. Yeah, no, it's it has the potential to be one of the best lines in hockey. And why not have one of those one of those lines everyone wants depth I, I i don't know about everyone wants depth or when i say that that's the first thing that comes up when when breaking apart that line it's because you need to spread depth tw- tr- throughout your lineup blah 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 but when you have a top line like that man don't you think you have a chance to win all the time because they're just scoring two goals a game one like they're they're good for a minimum one but there's games where they can break out and get you three and that's rare not every team can get that chemistry within three players and Three really good players. Besser Pedersen. Pedersen? Say less. Pedersen? Man. I just don't want that lotto line splitting up. This might be a, a weird comparison to hear, but you look at teams that have success being so-called a one-line team or, you know, like a, a moderate amount of secondary scoring. The Boston Bruins made the Stanley Cup final last year based on one line that absolutely dominated. On the other hand, the St. Louis Blues won with a roster that was more balanced. Yeah. So I think there are examples that it can work both ways. But like you're saying, sometimes the best thing to do is just to load the top line. It can't work. And I think it, it, it can especially work when you have Horvat as a second-line center. I know we, we all talk about Horvat being dragged down by not having more talented, more consistent wingers. But the dude still has talent to get you know 60 points on his own, as he showed last year. Like yeah, He's 100%. still a good player. He still puts the Canucks in good oh, shape. He's, he's, yeah, that's the thing, too. He's still... He still finds ways to get points. You know, he gets that first power play unit. He's gonna, he's good for he's good for what fifteen points, twenty points, playing playing a whole season with Pedersen Besser, possibly. I would say. Who knows, man? Who who knows how he feels personally about this whole situation too? Imagine, imagine that. When I ask the question, bro, does this guy have friends? It's because he always has to play with different people. I don't think. He has a close relationship with anyone on the team because, you know, you need some of that. Some of that shit on the ice to work out, too. You know, that bromance on the ice, you know, shit's working out. You popping in Geno's, getting happy, you selling together all the time. This guy has a new person to his right and left every 10 minutes, man. It's, uh, he's your captain, man. Well, I think it's closest home. What did Terrell Owens say? That's my captain, (laughs) man. That's my captain. My teammate. Give him a line mate, man. Let's go. July 2020, Benning. How are you doubting his checkbook, man? Come on. It's going to happen, bro. It's going to... The dude's insane, hey, They bro. still have to shake somebody. You know, they got, like, Patterson. They can sign Patterson starting July 1st. I think that's the priority before anything else. Because, like you said, 
he, he's the, the the engine that drives the Canucks right now. Like he's gonna take priority over everything else. And he was just coming up. Like they, they oh, got to understand 100%, that. hundred percent. You know, Markstrom's coming up too. Like they, they got some oh, they got Mark some internal Strzok. things, and until Man, they the get Canucks. some contracts off the books, like the one thing you'd hope for, and now it's probably not gonna happen because Sutter's injured. Is Sutter's looked pretty good through the first quarter of the season here before getting injured. Oh Godet man, this guy's drinking ready. the juice. This guy's sipping, bro. Got it. I'm sipping, man. Uh, you're sip sipping, bro. Episode. This guy's sipping, man. Okay, keep going, Godet bro. Got is ready right now Ooh. to be the third line center in the NHL. Right now. Oh man, right now, oh, ready man. to be He's, a third he, line there, center. There might be some bumps, but yeah, I think what? he he Green has forced him to play with more bite. Like he sat him for Erickson for a couple games. Ooh, you know that one. That one hurts. And I think. You know, he did the same thing in the preseason. He's pushed Godet to be better and forced his way into the lineup. Godet forced his way into the lineup during the preseason, and he's forcing his way into the lineup right now. And I think he needs to play center. Like, none of this playing on the wing with Bo Horvat. Like, there's enough other random acquaintances for Bo Horvat to play with. Godet needs to develop as a third-line center, and I, I think it'd be... If the Canucks could get rid of Brandon Sutter, he, he's the most tradable contract that you want to get rid of, which isn't saying much, but... Tradable, um, good looked, contract. He's looked, he's looked pretty good so far. Man, okay, so what are you doing here? Are you are you sipping the actual 40, or are you trying to drive up trade value for Brandon Sutter? Because I'm confused, man. I'm confused. What are you doing? I'm definitely sipping the 40, but oh, I'm also trying to drive up trade value man, for Brandon Sutter. Guy, don't toe the line, man, okay? Pick one side, all right? Come on, man. <laughs> Holy, man. Brandon Sutter talk. Trevor is sipping. Speaking of sipping, once again, sipping on a 40, all your Canucks talk. Hey, I know this is Silky and Filthy. You're home for pop talk and bullshit. And, you know, we've stuck with Vancouver to start the show off. Who gives a fuck? Because once again, we're the show of the West Coast bias. West Coast bias, man. And Everyone I, on the West side, yo, just, what's hey, up? Well, that takes, what's me, up? that takes me to my second tasty takeaway. And actually, man, I, I got to go to Edmonton on Friday. I got to fly to Edmonton this weekend. I hear it's freezing balls Yo, you're there. going to Alberta? Yeah, I'm going on Friday. I'm going to Alberta on Friday, too. No way. Yeah, where, where what going, the hell, bro? bro? Yo, should we link up or on the to, highway you're, you're or something? You go to Calgary, though? Yeah, I'm going oh, to Calgary. Man. Yeah, I wish I was going to Calgary. That's cool, I man. I much prefer Calgary to Edmonton. Damn, I was excited, man. If you we were in the same place, we could have gone to Boston Pizza or something, you know? Yeah, we could meet a Cactus Club in Red Deer. <laughs> hey, that'd be nice, man. Oh, man. Cactus Club is good, bro. Honestly, okay, let's fucking, let's fucking talk about Cactus Club a bit. How many times have you gone there and got food there and been disappointed? I, I I don't think I've been there once and been disappointed. No, I've actually I don't think I've ever. One time I was like slightly disappointed, but that was more so. It, they had ceviche, you know ceviche. It's like that uh, raw fish. It's like a Peruvian dish. Like I had in Peru. No, 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 no. So I had that, and like and it wasn't as good as Peru, but it was still like not bad. So that was like my biggest disappointment, you know. Okay, otherwise, not bad. Solid, not, man. Exactly. I've had Cactus a lot of Club. like nights where you go to Cactus Club for just like a drink and a nappy, and I'm just like getting drunk with your friends. So I've had some good times and there. having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Not bad. Cactus Club or Boston Pizza. Oh. oh shit! This That's is tough. Actually, you a real Canadian man. Uh, well, this is I, they're Boston both Canadian pizza. franchises, Boston right? Pizza is more for me, bro. Oh, I don't know. It depends on my mood. Holy Boston shit! Boston Pizza is better sports pub. Cactus Club would be like a like a classier like. Okay. You no. Know, okay. Go with some friends. Have some all right. Now. Okay, man. That's that's great, man. I'll, you know what I'll do this weekend? I'll go to both. I'm gonna go to Boston Pizza. Ironically, I kid you not. Talking to the cousin, you know what this guy said? He's like, "I'll pick you up on Friday. We'll we'll keep it low key." We'll just, you know, have a couple of drinks at Boston Pizza. Friday night in Canadian. Calgary. It's all Canadian, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man, this is the wrong one, dude. But this one's nice, too, man. Say something. Let's go, Oilers. 
wow. Oh, I'm going to Edmonton. <laughs> okay. Got to hop on the bad wagon. Hey, uh, no, but I'm not uh, not cheering for the Oilers, but they are my second tasty takeaway. It might be cold in Edmonton, but the goalies have been hot. And like, my question is, are Edmonton's goalies actually good? Mike Smith and Mika Koskinen? This seemed like a duo that was doomed for failure when the season started. And I think the other question right now is, you know, they're both they're both clearly playing well. Is it more the goalies or is it the system? And um, it's, it's McDavid and well, it's Dreisaitl. McDavid and Dreisaitl too. But McDavid and Dreisaitl were scoring last season and they still blood goals and the goalies suck. So. Yeah, I'm just... The Oilers, you know, I think that's one team where I'm just going to have to... I'm going to have to ride it out, you know? I'm going to have to talk trash to the end of the season because I've been I've been hating for so long, you know? It's it's uh I can't I can't buy the hype. You know, I I will say every time I bring the Oilers up and, you know, success is brought up, I only talk about Dry Silent McDavid. And yeah, again, a part of it may be like a little bit of a bias cuz it's the Oilers, but but those two are amazing, man. They mask a lot of problems, but like you said, the numbers are up this year. Koskin and Smith. <laughs> what a, are you serious? This combo's working. The NHL this season has been so fucked up. So crazy. So fascinating. This is remarkable. Koskinen. Everyone was laughing at this dude. When this guy signed an extension, I guarantee 90% of his roster, they were pissed off, you know? They were confused. Imagine all the other people who, who made less than the dude. They were confused. I still don't know how that deal was made. Man, he, he definitely signed that right away. Got the pen, ran to Staples. Man, I don't know how he got that. And Mike Smith, never been a fan of Mike Smith. Real talk, never been a fan. I remember the days where he was brought up in... How was he brought up in relationship to the Canucks? In trade rumors? No. Brad I don't Richards? think it was in trade no. rumors. Was but, it? I mean, he was, like, always getting pissed off against the Canucks and doing stupid shit. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I remember when he got traded to... To Dallas, right? From Tampa? Yeah. Was, it the other way, uh, was it the other way around? No, I think it was Dallas to yeah. Tampa. But the Mike Richards deal, or the Mike Richards, Brad Richards deal. And when he got a shot in Phoenix, yeah, still didn't really mess with him, man. I thought that he was too sporadic. Well, he's he, he is sporadic. Like that's, yeah. his, that's his calling card. You can't trust that. And this season has been the same thing. Like, against the Pittsburgh Penguins, he had 51 saves and let in one goal. Against the fucking Pittsburgh Penguins. And then against San Jose the other night, he lets in six goals on 25 shots. So, And, and a lot of them were not good it goals. It happens, man. Something he ate for breakfast, who knows, man. <laughs> I don't he's, know, No, he's guy. got the talent to put performances like that up. I just don't... There's so much more to being a goaltender. I don't think he has the other things, man. I don't, I don't think he's calm enough. And you can see by, you know, the success his teams have had. And again, he came from Calgary to Edmonton. And he was no good in Calgary. It just looked bad, you know? Everything looked bad going into this. So, yeah, this is this is definitely one of the biggest surprises. But I do believe that the biggest reason the Oilers are where they're at. And I, I think that when you have guys like Dreisaitl and McDavid, it makes everyone play better. Way better. Even the goaltenders. So, it's all McDavid and Dreisaitl, man. Two of the best three players in the league right now. I don't watch all of the Oilers games in full. But I, I have watched a few this season. The eye test tells me that they're not that much better defensively. Like, they're playing a bit tighter. But I feel like often they're still on the wrong side of the puck possession. Like, you're right. McDavid and Drazel just dominate, and then they're just a below-average team when they're not on the ice. Like, that's just who the Oilers are. I don't think a lot's changed there. Um, 
that being said, like they are better than they were. They're not bottom of the league in scoring chances against. Uh, they're they're like smack dab in the middle of the league for like even strength goals against. Um, but they have like one of the best save percentages in the league, top 10 save percentage. And the big thing too is shorthanded. They're now fifth in the league on the penalty kill. They've been so bad on the penalty kill for seasons now. And they have, yeah, the third best shorthanded save percentage. And they're allowing the six fewest PK chances. So I think the penalty kill turnaround has been a big thing in Edmonton so far. Because that's an area where they've absolutely sucked over the years. Um, so I think that's helped the goaltending, at least shorthanded. But yeah, hey, at even strength, it's it's a different story. Like, these guys are just stopping the puck. Um, Mike Smith, though, he, yeah, like I said before, he's been so sporadic this season. He's uh, got a 54% quality start percentage, which is like pretty much league average. Bring out the stats. Yeah, costing is a 67%. So costing is above average. Like he's having a good season. 7 1 and 1, 928 save percentage. Who knows if it's a hot streak, right? It's it's 10 games. It's, it's early. It's, it's, it's early. like us talking about Thatcher Demko winning the Calder. The guy, the guy split like seven games. Uh, exactly. So exactly. It's, it's so early, man. It's so early. All these stats are. A lot of these stats are going to look. People are not going to have the same energy towards these players, these teams. At this point, and not not at this point, at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? Because it's too early. It's, so many yeah. weird things are happening. I think in Edmonton, the situation, how I see it is, Mike Smith is a known quantity. He's going to be really good some nights. He's going to suck some nights. Oh, 100%. You just never know. 100%. is more of a wild card. Like, we, he wasn't good towards getting the last season, but he showed flashes at the beginning when he got that ridiculous deal i feel as if he got that contract during one of his he played like what like 12 games he got <laughs> yeah that contract. he's pretty much doing what he did now <laughs> man dude that's crazy dude koskinen smith there's no way this duo gets them to where where they want to go the oilers the oilers when when they're an elite team they're not an elite team this year they they can get to the playoffs with dry and mcdavid they're that good they're not winning no cup when they want to get that far into the playoffs, when they want to treat McDavid the way he should be treated, yo, get him a goaltender somehow, some way. And I'll, I'll bring up a name. Relationship to Vancouver. Jacob Markstrom, UFA. Things are happening with Demko. Markstrom is such a good goaltender. The way he's playing right now, super competitive, absolute gamer. I think he's going to cost money. So there is a chance that Benning won't be able to afford him based on who they have as a backup. So... Edmonton is one of those teams I look at when when Markstrom's name comes to mind in July. Yeah, it's a fair it's a fair question, right? I mean, I think Thatcher Demko has opened that door. Again, we might be overreacting. How about Braden Holpe? Braden Holpe's another Doesn't he just too. look like a like an Edmonton guy? Yeah. He enjoys. Yeah, I can see that. He's, he's already a prairie guy. He's from Saskatchewan. Yo, this guy probably owns a Boston pizza. <laughs> Honestly. He probably has shares in some Boston pizza. I feel like he's a Boston pizza type of dude. Yeah. I feel like Brandon Holpe probably owns No, He owns like a blues bar. That's what he owns. He seems like that kind of guy. If you're the Oilers. Or like a country bar. And. Like the Gabby's of Saskatchewan. There's a Gabby's in Saskatchewan? No, like the Gabby's of Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Little country bar reference. Shout out Langley. Hey, shout out to country bars, man. They're fun good times. times. Yeah, fun times. What's the there? one over here again? Uh, uh, the well, one that closed down. Oh, Roosters. Roosters, Roosters. Man. Oh, just down Highway 7 here, Roosters, man. man. Oh, man. Great times. Okay, out of all these goalies, I know we got to carry on. I don't I don't believe in Koskinen. I don't believe in Smith. I don't think they're the answer for McDavid. Holpe, Grice, Markstrom, Halak, Smith, Crawford, Leonard, and Elliott. Obviously, scratch out Smith. Who are, who are the Oilers going after? 
I think Brain Holby, Brain Holby makes the most sense to me. I think Samsonov could uh, usurp him in Washington. And if that's the case, and Holby does hit the market, I, I think Edmonton would certainly be an option. Okay, okay. Could be a front runner, actually. Okay. I'm just making the prayer connection there, okay. obviously. But, um, <laughs> oh, man. How? Prayer connection? Oh. Oh, he's from Saskatchewan. Uh, I'm not sure who he cheered for growing up, but oh, he's no, from I, Saskatchewan. I thought you said prayer. Oh, no, Prairie. <laughs> I was well, like, what? Well, yeah, we'll talk about goalies a bit later on the show because there's one topic I want to touch on. I want to talk about the worst goalie contracts in the NHL. So we'll, we'll get to that a little later. I want to finish off the tasty takeaways. Uh, this is the, the tastiest and juiciest uh, story this week, man. It's, it's been beaten to death by now. Uh, Don Cherry getting canned by oh. Sportsnet. What? Uh, what? No. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Do you, you know my dad? Do you, know, you know my dad actually came up to me and he was he was like, yo, why didn't you tell me about Don Cherry? It was it was a Tuesday, right? And I was just like, what, what do you mean? How do you not know? The dude was busy with work, always grinding. He actually didn't know. And it, and it actually surprised me because everyone in Canada knew. Wow, man. You should have been breaking the news to your old man. Come on. What are you doing? Oh, um, man. Oh, man. Come on, man. Come on. I didn't know. I thought he knew, okay? I was breaking the damn news. Yeah. Always breaking the news, man. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, actually, shout out to uh, Ricky and Rajan in our uh, little Silky and Filthy chat, man. They they broke the news to me first. I was like, no way. I didn't believe it at first because, like, John Shen is the Twitter handles. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It looks like he makes the NHL part of his last name. Okay. So, did you not believe it because you thought because it was John- actually impossible? No, I just, I just thought that John, that, I don't know, I just, I didn't believe the John Shannon account. I did believe it was po- it, it was possible, and actually, I'm not surprised at all it happened. I think the shoe's been waiting to drop on this for so long. Like, Cherry, you know, as a kid, maybe you, he caught your attention growing up. Like, I don't know, I didn't mind Cherry as a kid, but for, he's just been, he can't even complete a sentence on TV. <laughs> yeah. I don't I have trouble completing a sentence, but this guy really can't complete a sentence. He's like, go, go, score the gold, the gold, hit the play, it's great job. And he's got the national kid. broadcast, you know, he's got the whole, the whole, nation watching obviously yeah man this was the 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 juiciest story of the week and change happened change that was long overdue now this i'll say man this this only happened remember the dude's been with the the play the place for what 40 years almost that's crazy canadian icon say what you want he's a canadian icon people bring up drake they bring up Gretzky. Gretzky doesn't even fucking play anymore. They bring up Shania Twain, and they bring up Don Cherry, you know? Yeah, well, Don Cherry was voted uh, ahead of Gretzky on Canada's most iconic Canadian list back in 2004 on CBC. Yeah, people know him. It's crazy. For being More than Gretzky. And, yeah, <laughs> that's remarkable <laughs> for wearing suits. And that's the latter half of, right it, of his career, he he actually sucked. You know, performance-wise, he was, he was not good. This happened... Because nobody was watching Coach's Corner. And Don Cherry, who's been known. Yes, he's been known for, for how long? How long has he been saying dumb shit? Yeah, like dumb almost, shit. almost he's been half a century. Dumb shit forever. And it never got him fired because he was bringing in views. It's show business. It's it's, it's the entertainment world. I'm, I, if, you don't, if you don't agree with that, whatever. I just think that... That this was the perfect time for Sportsnet to do it. Because, again, nobody, nobody was watching fucking Coach's Corner unless he was saying stupid shit and unless people were scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. You know, Twitter gets it first. People don't get on Instagram, Facebook, or not. It's like on Twitter. People have it right away. And 
and that's when people were watching Coach's Corner. It, it, I don't even remember the last time I watched a whole uh, whole segment of Coach's Corner. Yeah, pretty rarely for me. It's more so if, like, usually I'll do something else for the intermission in a game sometimes, or right? I'm not usually watching the intermission segments. But, yeah, I caught it a couple times, and he's... It doesn't make sense anymore, you know? Like, he just rambles about nothing. Exactly. And then he, just bad at his job. You, you let a guy like that go on TV for that long, he's bound to say stupid shit, like you said last <laughs> yeah. weekend. You know, it's it's been bound to happen for a long time. I, I'm more interested to see, like, what they do moving forward. Like, I don't think Coach's Corner is going to be a thing anymore. Uh, but I did throw around some possible replacements for Coach's Corner or name segment em, like name that. Name them. Um, well, this list had everything, man. Um, I went for, like, the expert analyst angle. I know Brian Burke's the obvious name. I don't really want to see Burke, but... I uh, mentioned Ferraro on there, too. No, I Burke wouldn't. Don't do Burke. Yeah. I mentioned some ex-players, too, like Kevin Bieksa. That would be a funny suggestion, too. But I kind of liked uh, the the the, the other categories. That, that, would, that would be bold for, uh, of them to just... Because I think they're going to go another direction right away where they're more panel-based until they bring up another two-person segment because no matter what, you're never going to run away from Coach's Corner, you know? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's going to be... If they're ever going to bring it back... With a certain individual, it's it shouldn't be someone like Brian Burke. It it should be someone that has, I think, more intangibles when it comes to more intangibles behind the mic. There you behind go. the mic, in front of the camera, showman, showgirl, whoever you know, like someone with a lot of personality, but th- that's also good at talking hockey. Real talk. Yeah, definitely. No just shit, because yeah. This person can't just cater to people who are under 30 years old, too. You know what I'm saying? I know people just want that. People really want that. But, yo, there's still some fucking 70-year-olds on the earth, 80-year-olds on the earth. They enjoy entertainment as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be It's got to be a bit of, yeah, it's got to be the right choice. I don't think color matters, though. No, nah, man. It doesn't. Just I, pick I, the best person available. I would love That's to see coming it. from a fucking Hindu. I would love to see another Hindu up there. Don't get me wrong. Another Hindu. What's up? But it's okay. If it isn't, just the best person for the game of hockey. Boy or girl, alien, dog, I don't give a fuck. Just just for people to start watching the game more. And that's part of the game experience. People talk about Shaq, right? And his panel. There's so many NFL panels, and they're all great. They're all polished. There's a standard. And the NFL has, you know, billions and billions of dollars. You know, we're talking a different fucking billions. level. Different fucking planet. The NHL can really look at this and, and use it as an opportunity to really launch their next wave of of marketing next wave of entertainment and really try bringing other things in because right now the product product on the ice it's not perfect but it's in my opinion it's almost perfect yeah it's really good it's good i love it it's great hockey it's fun it's it's hockey i don't care what color you are what gender you are just the just the best person for the game for the world obviously be an ambassador for the nhl and yeah man just just get it right it's it's dark times in the hockey world i feel I do feel, you know, it's Wednesday. This is coming out Thursday. It's kind of faded away. That's what really happens in the world now. Yo, hockey's perfect. Let's just move on, you know? I guess after this Saturday, people will really move on. The first yeah. time. The first time, yo. Yeah, a, yeah. No coach's corner. That's that's fucked. Yeah, I, I feel like it's been gone in my head for a long time, so I don't even, I don't even think it's fair that enough, fucked. Fair enough, fair enough. True, honest. true, true, true. But, yeah, I love to see them move in a totally different direction. I, I suggested some female voices, too. What about Christine Simpson, man? One of the most underrated interviewers mm. out there. Christine Simpson's pretty good. Haley Who Wick- else is good? Like, let's Haley Wickenizer. I'm not sure. I've seen her as an ass a couple times. I'm not sure if she'd love it, but like she made comments about uh, you know, hockey being like an old boys club. It'd be kind of interesting if, you know, if she got a voice. I think she could be a really strong, powerful voice. Hey. I also want like the the fiery bench boss category. I think the funniest one here, I mean Tortorella's obvious, but 
Like Babcock, man. Yeah. When Bab- he gets fired by the Leafs, let's or, see Babcock up there. Or even Babcock <laughs> in 20 years, 30 years. I feel as if he's a showman too. <laughs> Dude. Babcock is a showman for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, you know, 30 years from now, you never know. If they ever, like, think about this. They never bring back Coach's Corner right away, right? It takes 30, 40 years for them to bring it back. So I guess it's not never, but it's when Babcock is ready, you know? <laughs> No, it can't be 40 years from now. He'd be like 80. He comes in as grapes. No, it'd have to be, you know, within like 15 years or something. <laughs> Could you imagine they bring it back at just another 85-year-old? <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Yeah. Babcock's going to look a lot like Brian Burke when he goes bald, too. Oh, they should just oh, get man. the two of them together like oh, uh, like an 85-year-old Brian Burke and a 7-year-old man like Babcock. Oh, man. Oh, Woo-hoo. man. Now, this is this is going to be interesting, man. Don't, don't you think... Don't you think it's going to be... It's going to be refreshing... Just to see the panel talk more. I, I fuck with the panel no matter what. If Elliot Freeman's on the panel, you know, people are watching it. I think so. I think he's highly respected. Hey, man, Botch. We didn't even talk about Botch. Botch would have been perfect for this role. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah. he could have been. Yeah, if they needed, like, a personality to replace Don Cherry. Yeah. Because at, at Don's peak, there weren't a lot of broadcasters like him, you know, in North yeah. America. So, yeah, it's. It won't be that it will be hard to replace the whole coach's corner thing and Don, but I think that there are personalities out there that will give a new refreshing take. It's it's going to be No, I was going to say it's big big shoes to fill. Do you think they're big shoes to fill? Like I'm only saying it like this because of how things ended. I don't really think of it that way. I think of it as something completely different. I wouldn't no one's really filling Don Cherry's shoes, but someone I guess is filling a void mm-hmm. in, in hockey media. And people want it so bad, so this person may not even have to be that good, you know? Yeah. People just want something new to the game. Yo, you know? how about Snoop Dogg, man? Bring Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg. Yo, he's funny. They should they should do more things with him. Like if they're open to doing it with yeah. with uh, Chance the Rapper. I could see them being open to doing it with Snoop. You want to talk about a showman? That guy's the ultimate showman, man. <laughs> Dude, I'd watch Snoop hockey content all day All long, the time. Man. If he just did like a top 10 or just... When he came on that Kings broadcast that one day, yo, it was the best Kings game I ever watched. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, man. Speaking of best Kings games I ever watched, this show, more of an NHL audience. Trevor Linden or Ryan Smith. Now, how this relates... To the Kings, and you just said the best Kings game ever. I remember that game where Luongo robbed Ryan Smith. It was game three or four in the the quarterfinals. L.A. Kings, Canucks, Ryan Smith. That moment. I'm asking you, listeners. Okay. Before we get to the segment, who is the better player, Trevor Linden or Ryan Smith? Who are you taking? You have a little dropping game. It's worth a million bucks. You got to pick one player on your team. Throw your bias aside. Who's the better player? I know Trevor already answered this. He's going to say Trevor Linden no matter what. I'm asking you. You don't even answer it, Trevor, okay? This is for the people. For the people. Leave it all up to the people. I'm excited for everyone to jump on the Trevor Linden bandwagon with me. Hey. All right, so before we get into uh, the end of the show here with Worst Goalie Contracts, y'all want to run a little Meanwhile in Canada. I think we skipped it last week, so let's get back to it. Meanwhile in Canada. Each day, a busy beaver can shift 10 times its own body weight. Alrighty then. I grew up in Canada. I have not been around someone who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? 
We did it because we love our country and not for any other reason, no other reason. They can throw the money uh, for the pension fund out the window. They can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. All right. Well, you know, Don Cherry was a big Canadian topic this week, but I want to talk about something completely different, man. Okay. I, okay. Saw, I saw this article and I thought, you know, if life ever went to shit, you know, the podcast went to shit, life went to shit, everything <laughs> just went to shit. Would you ever want to become a poop fairy? A what? A poop fairy, man. This is, this is a job advertised by Parks Canada. A poop fairy? A poop fairy. So you just picking up dog poop at Parks? Uh, more specifically, wolf poop. Oh, shit. That'd be cool as fuck. Yeah? Not bad. Put the headphones in. And you gotta plug the nose. That's really all you gotta do. Oh, that'd be a shitty-ass job. You know, I'm sorry. Literally. I'm, so, I'm sorry for every, anyone that has that job. I don't know. I remember my friend telling me that he used to work in... I, I don't know what industry this is, but, you know, where everyone takes a shit in the piping systems... He would be responsible for cleaning that stuff out when shit hit the fan. What, what's the term for that? Your toilet systems, you know? Your piping. Plumber? Your plumber. No, but he wasn't a plumber. He was actually specifically... Well, I guess he may have been a type of plumber, but he was specifically... Yeah. Like, his job was, yeah, to do that shit. And he did it for like less than a month, and he quit because he said it was a shitty job. And I don't think he... Yeah, no pun intended. It was just... You know, come on. You got to do it. Somebody's got to do it, and you deserve... I hope they get paid a lot. Don't you think here's those people the deserve to get paid a ton? I do, and here's the thing. They're looking for <clears throat> volunteer citizen scientists to be poop fairies. <laughs> That's what they so call it, So specific, morally Canada. right, you know? This yeah, is for you. That's how you word it right there. Volunteer citizen scientist. That's hilarious. You know, you got to feel that right, that pride. I want to be a citizen scientist. I want to show the yeah, world yeah. my science for yeah, free. That's how you get in a little internship, you know? Yeah, but it's picking in. up picking up wool shit for a summer. So right now, I'm I'm gonna say this. So where is this happening? All across Canada? It's actually in Gatineau region in Quebec. Okay. Near so Ottawa. I'm thinking there's something going on with the wolves out there. Something crazy. They don't even want to tell the people. And they really need help. Yeah. They're asking for these volunteers, man. And we're we're about to find out some crazy shit about the wolves out in Gatineau. Something's going on there, man. Did somebody get bit? Zombie turn, turn into like a wolf person? Twilight shit? Is that coming to life? Hey, everyone talks about how we're living in a in a world where where it was once, you know, based in a movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Everyone has yeah. this. Everyone has that. I saw it in the movie. Blah blah blah. I know all that shit is quote unquote fantasy, but the one fantasy novel I did read, Ready Player One, it was a fantasy novel. The world looking like it's going that way. Who's to say a, twi- uh, a fantasy novel like Twilight you can't come to fruition, huh? You, you, Is there Twilight shit happening in Gatineau? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why do they want the, the shit? I have to ask my uh, my connections in Gatineau. Got a couple connections you out do? there. Yeah. No way. Some hockey players? Some um, no, actually. hockey league players? Yeah. No one. Actually, it was a hockey advisor from that region was one guy. What is, what is a hockey worker. advisor? Like a, he was like an advisor agent? to families for uh, teenage hockey players. So oh. I, I, yeah, I talked to him a few times, worked with him for a bit. Damn. Um, and then, yeah, there's other like business connections I have through the day job out in Gatineau too. The middleman. That dude's the middleman. The middleman. What a guy, man. What a guy. Wolf shit. 
to all those people that are about to volunteer, I hope you find, you know, the answer that's going going to save the human race. Yeah, congratulations to uh, all future poop fairies. I'm sure you'll have a. Why they gotta call it that, man? I don't know, man. Poop fairies. And volunteer, volunteer, volunteer citizen science scientists. Oh, whoa, whoa, oh, wait, I got something, here, man. Terrible. Come on, man. Is this it? Hopefully, it's right by. Hey, there's a bullshit. <laughs> oh man, slow day with the buttons, but <laughs> hey, man, sometimes the timing's right, you know. The timing felt right there. Okay, well, before we get into the last segment, we're talking about the five worst goalie contracts in the NHL, we got to run an ad. Get paid, get laid. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, your wife's not going to... No, I'm just... If the I podcast might... doesn't go off, she's not she's done with you? Oh, no, definitely not. I was saying I might get laid tonight. Oh, what? Oh, man, come on, man. Keep, come on, dude. <laughs> Chill, man. I know her, bro. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Bullshit. Oh, we back, man. We're back. Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen. You're listening to Silky and Filthy. Um, some not-so-silky performances for these five guys, Kyle. I was thinking about the worst goalie contracts in the NHL today because, man, there are some bad ones, especially here in the Pacific Division. Um, and then I thought about it last night, too, with Sergei Bobrovsky getting pulled against Florida before their comeback over Boston and getting me back in love with the game of hockey again. Uh, all in about uh, a 30-minute span there. Damn, damn, damn. You almost gave up on the game you loved because of something that wrecked the world for a bit, and all it took was the Boston Bruins to blow a big lead. This guy says he's over it. He's not over it. All right? I'm over 2011. That That's why I'm doing Sipping on the 40. That's why I'm doing the post-game show, 82 games, 82 post-game shows, a whole bunch of other shows about your Canucks. Because, Trevor, you need to get over it, man. All right? You need to get over it. You want to move on? You want bigger things in life? Get over it. Come on, man. Do I not see the like Boston Bruins lost saved your hockey life? That's crazy, and that's no, remarkable. No, that's, man. A, that's a vengeance. Eh? That's kind of beautiful too. Even after we had Mike Crowdy on the show last week and everything too, Holy it's shit. I, I just, boy genius, man. Just going off on the Boston Bruins. Boy genius. You know we have. If that guy never makes it, we're not making it, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. That guy deserves it. That guy fucking deserves anything in the game of hockey, man. Dropping knowledge, Yo, man. maybe that guy will replace Don Cherry, bro. Oh, yeah, Mike Craddy. <laughs> there we go. Yo, Mike Craddy's getting a shout-out. That's why you need to come out silky and filthy. But that dude, actually, we may never, we, we may we may not have a better guest than that guy, man. <laughs> Straight up, bro. He, he was dropping knowledge all episode long, Mike <laughs> yeah. Craddy. Uh, I love some of the guys we get here on Silky and Filthy, man. Um, but I also just love talking to you about <laughs> the game hockey, bro. Uh, transition, transition, goalie, goalies. <laughs> Worst goalies. <laughs> Smooth man, yeah, that's why that's why my wife married me. Cause, uh, hey, I'm Mitch is smooth, obviously hey. smooth brain. Okay, uh, five words goalie contracts in the NHL. Uh, honestly, the, I, the my top four was pretty solidified. The fifth one I had to think more about, uh, but I went with Devin Dubnik. 
uh, making $4.3 million, which isn't a ton, but the value he's been deli- delivering this season and last season have just been terrible. Like he looks as almost as bad, if not worse than Martin Jones does. He's been really Real talk, bad. nobody gives a fuck about the wild, so they don't even bring it yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Eh? No one no one really knows about it, but he's had a terrible season. Like he's he's not been good. Um Alex Stalock was like stealing some starts away from him, you know? But don't you think a guy like Dubnik, again, you're talking about the worst contracts, blah, blah, blah. I know you're just going down the list, talking about the facts. If you know, I'm an NHL fan, I'm getting there 75% right now. I'm not I'm not making fun of that deal. I'm not, I'm not going to say Dubnik is overpaid because I think he deserves it. You know, in life, a lot of people are going to prove you wrong, right? You're, and you're going to prove a lot of people wrong. Dubnik was one of those people. I remember in high school and shortly after high school, I don't think there was a goaltender I talked more shit about than Devin Dubnik. And the fact that he turned it around the way he did and his trajectory was crazy. Not his trajectory. His roller coaster was really fucked up. Like really, really fucked up. Didn't he go from Edmonton to Montreal to Phoenix to like Nashville to or like to Nashville to Phoenix and to some farm teams and then gets to the wild and just he, he actually ripped it up. He ripped it up. He was one of the best yeah. goaltenders in the league for I would say a two year stretch there. Yeah, he was he was like Vesna status goalie for a while there. How did he, he do I it? Mean, he saved his career in Arizona, right? That year he started with Arizona and, and then put up good numbers. And then got traded to the Wild, and that's where he just went off. Remember, he got traded to the Wild that season, 2014-15. Had a 178 goals of gangs and a 936 save. Yeah, remarkable. Games. Go get your money. Stay overpaid. If you, if you suck now, Devin Dubnik, don't worry. I guarantee the dude, and, and this is not to say he, he has a lack of character, but again, this dude's story was crazy. He heard the noise, too. He was in Edmonton. He heard, he heard the fucking noise. I don't think he's sad, man. No, I don't think so either. I think he's like, you know what? I'm chilling. My team sucks too. I'm chilling. Hey. Smoking a doobie. <laughs> hey. Mr. Dubnik. Oh, whoa. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, Not gonna, bad. I'll mention some of the honorable mentions afterwards, and maybe we can debate if Dubnik doesn't belong in the top five, but uh, I think you might agree with this top four. Uh, number four, I have Sergey Bobrovsky. He can turn it around, but I wasn't a fan of the contract the minute he signed it. $10 million a year for the next seven seasons, and he's gone up to like... A horrid start. He's been one of the worst goaltenders in the league so far. Not a good start for Bobrovsky in Florida. And the, and the thing is, the team's still winning in front of him. Like, they're actually putting up wins. They're third in the division right now, ahead of Toronto and Tampa Bay. Like, they've had a pretty decent start, and it's in spite of Bobrovsky absolutely sucking. So, yeah. it's a bad contract. I think Bobrovsky can turn it around. I think he's he can be a bit, in, a bit inconsistent, too. But, yeah, not a great contract in my eyes. Yeah, for me, it's a bit too early to say it's a write-off type of deal. He's been one of the better goaltenders in the league for for multiple years. Maybe, just maybe, he's having a bit too much fun, making making great money. He he's now in his destination city. I'm happy for those athletes that work their whole lives. They grind, especially a dude like Bobrovsky who moved across the world, and then he he really got to finally decide where he wants where he wants to go, and he's living in paradise. And the thing is. The team is the team's doing pretty well. He sucks. And who's going to bother him in Florida? Nobody. Another guy who's on this list for having the worst contract as a goaltender in the NHL, 
but who's probably loving life, man. <laughs> yeah, he's, he might, he's probably having the most fun of anybody on this list. Yeah. Hands down, man. Hands down. Um, I, I, our next guy, number three, former Canuck, Corey Schneider. I'm not sure he's having as much fun in Jersey right now. Oh, yeah. This going guy's getting bought year, out, bro. Yeah, going over a year without winning. He still has three years left on his deal. I think it's over for him, man. Yeah, and that's unfortunate, too. He's it's unfortunate. Not. I, he'll get other shots, for sure. If a guy like Devin Dubnik can bounce around, get some shots. I know at, at Devin's time, he was a bit younger, but I, I still think if Devin can do that, and we see it with goaltenders a lot. We saw, you know, Tim Thomas. Who the hell was Tim Thomas before he was Tim Thomas, you know? Things happen in goaltenders. Goaltenders are weird. Corey Schneider, he's going to get let go somehow, some way, bought out by the New, New Jersey Devils. He will, he will find a place, though. I still believe in him. I think we got a one of the, one of the most unluckiest goaltenders in the National Hockey League. That's just a fucking fact. We, I know I said he's getting bought out. He sucks right now. It's just facts. He knows it too. He seems like a pretty honest person. Change of scenery is needed, man. How about this for a it twist? It is one of the worst deals, hands down. How about this for a twist, man? You talked about Jacob Markstrom in the offseason oh. going to Edmonton. How about Markstrom goes to Jersey, and when Schneider gets bought out, he backs up Demko. Wow. That would be... How's that for a hot take? That would be a great hot take. You know, what What am I saying? That is a good hot take, because you fucking said it. That, that could work. That could work. The world is a beautiful place. Wonderful things happen. Everyone's journey is different. Some people's journeys are, like, that confusing, you know? <laughs> that would be so confusing for him. Looking back at it, but why not? All the best to Corey. Not sure why Markstrom would want to go to uh, Jersey, but hey, never know, man. Never know. Oh, yeah. Um, it depends, you know? I'll get to number two on this list. Another, another, American, this another American goalie that's kind of gone down the toilet, Jonathan Quick. You know, he, he's on a 10-year contract, and he's obviously in the latter half of that deal, making 5.8 a season. But that's still a pretty sizable number, and he signed for three more seasons after this year. Like, that's a lot of time for Jonathan Quicks to be still on the books. And he's another guy who, again, he, he's worked hard. He's won his cups. He's made his money. And now he looks like he's kind of playing out the stretch in the Kings team. His body, he just, he relies so much on his athleticism, and he just can't move around the same way before. Oh, 100%. It's, and, it's, and it's tough for him, man. It's tough for a guy like Quick because his team, his team also sucks, and his play was declining, and he has a long-term deal. And that is why he's, what, number two on this list? If he's number two... I can't wait to hear number one. Should number one be obvious? Is this a... Well, you want to guess it? Well, no, I'm just, you know, I'm at least I'm honest to people, you know? I don't I'm know if it's like 100% obvious, but it should be. I don't know. It's, it's... Yeah. Well, my hockey knowledge is at 75% right now. It's coming. It's a long season. I alluded to it before, man. Pacific Division. Uh, it's Martin Jones, North Vancouver, made oh, at San shit. Jose Starks. Oh, sh oh, shit. Okay. He's been, again, really bad this season, really bad last season. Wasn't great in the playoffs either, even though they made it to the conference final. Like, and he's only in the second year of a six-year contract. And this is the main reason why Man. he's number one on the list. I, I I mean, Bobrovsky, his deal is longer, but I kind of believe in Bobrovsky to at least provide better stretches. Martin Jones, like, he he just looks like he's lost it. And I, I hope he can regain it, you know, as a Vancouver kid, you know. I hope he can find his game again. But it looks like a struggle for him right now. He just doesn't look at the same goaltender. Doesn't look calm and, com and composed. He looks like he's just leaking goals and... uh yeah, the Sharks are going to be in big trouble. This is He sucked for the entirety of this deal so far because it kicked in at the beginning of last season. Doesn't Martin Jones seem like the goaltender that Edmonton will sign at the end, <laughs> going into the next season? <laughs> Yo, it's, it maybe, makes sense. Maybe if Shirelli was in charge, I don't know. Uh, bro, I'm, I'm saying it now. This guy brought back Smith, you know? 
Well, brought Smith to yeah, yeah but that was, that was low risk, right? Smith was a one year, two million. But don't know? you think Jones will be low risk because if a if a buyout is coming and but are the Sharks you know? in a position to buy out Jones? I don't think so. They're not because they have so they, they're already a team that's like right yeah. to the cap. I'm, I'm looking at all these contracts and they're so bad. And right away, I'm I'm just like, yo, buyout, buyout, buyout. <laughs> you know, because I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. That should be an option, man. You're not living it living up to it. I don't. The owners can pay out of the pocket. Maybe you shouldn't have to do something with the cap. These things really fuck over teams, especially in a cap world. When these players suck, buy them out. Owner pays pays for it. And obviously the GM doesn't look good. So eventually he may pay for it down the road. I don't know if that if that number should go against the cap though. I know parts part of it only does, but I don't I think that should be a race too. The owner is willing to, you know, buy it out. Those things, they fuck teams up too much. You want to talk about the worst contracts in the league? How about the Canucks and Luongo? That contract is, you know, it's still there. He's not even playing. He just signed back with the Florida Panthers. That that money should be taken off the table. If if there are loopholes in the system and they've been exploited before, and, and Luongo, when he signed that deal and those players were signing those deals, the NHL knew about those deals. You know, they agreed upon those deals. Why? Why are the teams just suffering so much from them? Vancouver's getting fucked. They are getting fucked. <laughs> They're out. absolutely getting fucked. This guy quit, retired, didn't go on LTIR. Now, now maybe it makes more sense why he didn't go on LTIR. LTIR. Because he had a job lined up. Because he had Florida. a job lined yeah. up. And it's, okay, now he's working in the NHL now. The money should go. The void, the, the co- void the contract. Void the cap hit. That's bullshit. It really is bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm not I, even saying this because I'm from the West Coast and this, this the city that I'm from. I, no, I don't. It just makes no sense. It, it looks bad on the league. Yeah, I don't think it's great. For Luongo, it, it's a little different he's, if he's actually retired. But for him to go back like a month and a half later and take a job with the Panthers, that looks sketchy as fuck. It, it, it does make the NHL look foolish in this look situation. foolish, yo. Foolish. They're, yeah, again, they're punching the Canucks when the Florida Panthers and the Luongo and the league are walking all over them. Boom, boom, man. That's the worst contract in the league. Martin Jones, you know... We were just a little harsh on Schneider. You're from the West Coast. We've been honest about you. I, these guys know too, man. These guys know too. Goaltending is such a weird position. Don't you think a guy like Martin Jones, he he did his thing with LA, backed up quick for what he did, had some value, got bounced around a couple times, all within a couple like a couple days, lands with San Jose, does good things with San Jose. That that good goaltender is still there. Right now, Something's happening. The 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 vibe isn't right. The energy isn't right. Maybe a change of scenery will be needed. Now again, the buyout is really hard to do, and that's that sucks, man. That for a Vancouver boy, that sucks, man. What what are the other options to send him down? And then what? He has to be an AHL goaltender for his whole fucking life because and then they only save him like a million on the cap. Yeah, exactly. Really even saving them that much, you know. Um, it, it's a messy situation. I I, I kind of like that idea, but. It kind of goes back to, it's 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 so easy to circumvent the cap, right? Like if guys just, it have to be like an agreement, I guess, between the player and the team. But which player wouldn't take that? You know, it's like okay, just walk away from my team for fifty million dollars. No, right? not I'm talking about the the owner, the organization pays for. They still pay the player. They still honor the deal in some sort of way, but it doesn't go against the the cap, the roster. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that really. I think that really ties up everyone. That ties up the that ties up the team, obviously, but it also ties up the player. 
he's unable to have a change of scenery. That That's important in life. Sometimes you just need to get the fuck out of there. Something's not working. And because, quote unquote, to bring up Luongo, your contract sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Vancouver, to Vancouver's out. really saying it yeah. sucks right now. Yeah. Who, and who's at fault? You think, that, I guess, the league is the most at the fault. The league's here. at fault. This, yeah. this, yo, of you're course, not, not Dale Vancouver Town shouldn't have done that, but they did what they did. It looked revolutionary at the time, right? The NHL agreed to confirm that deal, you know? They were part of this whole fuckery that they were being they were being fucked. Yeah. The, the agents were just picking them apart, but they were part of it. They had, they had people reading that stuff. And we've seen teams get out of shit similar by just posting these players on LTIR, right? Yeah. And when everyone is doing it and Luongo doesn't go on LTIR because he retires... Fair enough. Whatever. Now it just looks weird. <laughs> it it does, looks yeah. weird. You're right. Now he has a job as an advisor. I don't think he could have done that unless it was under the table if he was on LTIR. Right? Yeah. If he was still part if he was still a player on your team, yeah, maybe that's I, I don't know. Obviously, this this rambling here, we don't know all the all the parameters of what's going on actually, but it just does not make sense. The dude's still getting paid. He's now working for another organization. I think they they can void this fucking deal. Yeah, they should fight harder. I, yeah. I'm curious to see what they do. It's, I, it sounds like the Canucks don't have great a relationship with uh, the NHL, the owners at least. And Man. Benning doesn't seem like a guy who's going to fight this really hard. Yeah, the NHL doesn't have a good relationship with Vancouver owners, but fuck. If Arizona wants anything, they'll they'll do whatever. <laughs> or Arizona, anything, anything for you to make the playoffs, man. We love you guys. We Crazy. love you. Uh, I was gonna do, I was gonna do beauty of the week, man, but I feel like that we just did ass hat of the week anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. we did. That went off, man. Hey. NHL Batman, you guys are the ass hats of the week. You know what, man? I feel as if we just need to we need to go off there, man. No cuts, no nothing. No, that was great. You brought the fire on that on that take, man. That was fantastic. Ah, uh, you know. Look at you, man. Ah, uh, you know. Just killing it behind the mic. It's all this practice. Practice. Dipping, silky. Practice. Unbelievable, man. Hey, man. It. Speaking of practice, the quickie. Boom, bam. We just did three shows, three show plugs. 10 seconds. That's experience. That's that's podcasting, baby. Get the network. Three shows, one swipe, one tap. Make your hockey life a little bit better because right now you need it. Most of the hockey nation, absolutely sad. You know, not sad, mad, angry, lost, in debate. Can't even go on to anything anymore. You know, just, damn, you just feel wrong. You feel right everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's just one moment you, it's not about being right, but just get some peace of mind. And then you look at something on Twitter right now, hockey Twitter. It's always fucked up. It's always crazy. Right now, it's just it's just sad. I don't, I don't like people going against each other, you know? it's Let's all get along, man. It's hockey. Hockey's it's a, sport. a big family. <laughs> you know? I think it's, yeah. you know, as a sport grows, you want to include more people. And let's let's Exactly. Keep, let's Hockey's for everyone, you know? You said we are going to be positive. I'm a that. Hindu. This dude's a white dude. I love you, man. Yeah. Because we love hockey. We sure do, man. That's <laughs> how we became friends. First at university. Great exactly, story. man. You know, we'll save that story for the book. It's a story for a book, man. A or story. when we do Amazing Race together or something. <laughs> or for another episode of hey. Still Get Filthy, man. We'll get to the next episode the first day we met, man. What a time. What a what time. What a time. What a time. Seven, eight years ago now. Crazy. Uh, you won't have to wait that long to the next episode. You'll hear it next Thursday. I'm Trevor Banks. He's Kyle Bowen. Thanks for listening to, this. Thanks for listening to Still Get Filthy. <laughs> and we'll see you, filthy bastards next time.